0: Call your attention this morning to the book of Joel. Joel is found in the Old Testament. It is housed between Hosea and Amos. And it is in your Bible. The book of Joel. We will look at the second chapter of the book of Joel and we will lift up that 25th down through that 27th verse and you will find these words and I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten the canker worms and the caterpillars and the plumber plumber worms and my great army which I sent among you and ye shall eat in plenty, and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God that has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be ashamed, and you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. We shall use for a theme this morning The Golden Thread. You may be seated. Uh, This morning, uh, I just want you to know this from the outset, that my passage and my message is very focused. But in order to make my point this morning, I have to use several scriptures. So don't go home and say Reverend Shannon was all over the place. (laughs) I'm very focused. But in order for me, see, in order to understand scripture, other scriptures support the scripture that we're studying from. And today, we are looking at the restoration of the power of God. And some of the things that I'm saying today, you can only realize these things uh, if you are in prayer. I realize these kinds of things when I'm in my prayer and meditation. See, every now and then, we have to be still and know that he's God. We have to find a quiet place. Turn off your cell phones and, 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 and take some time. That's the first thing I do when I, I get to work over here. I, I don't answer any calls yet. I, I go to my, 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 my meditation, and I take time to spend with God. And once you spend time with God, sometimes you may not want to spend no other time but the time with him. So I just cherish the time that I spend in prayer and medica- meditation with God. But, but, but these are some of the things that you can only realize when you watch the hand of God move. And in the last couple of weeks, uh, I watched the hand of God move. Uh, and uh, the first thing we saw was this racial tension that we saw in Charles, Charles, Charlestonville, Virginia. Uh, where we saw all of Charlottesville, Virginia, where we saw all of these racial statements come out. But in that town of Charlottesville, we saw that the voice of the righteous became louder than the voice of the racist. And we see that the nation decided to put down the voice of the neo-Nazis and the voice of the Ku Klux Klan uh, and the voice of the white supremacists, even uh, when our president gave out and gave and biblical and, 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 and all kinds of statements that, that was confusing, uh, the, the, the good people of goodwill and people even in his own party decided to correct him. Uh, so we see here now that uh, even in this type of situation, that would have been something that back in the day, it would have been something that's very acceptable. But now we can see the hand of God move, and the hand of God lets people know that this type of behavior of where people are walking down the streets with lanterns and fires and things like that saying ugly racial statements will not be tolerated by the people of our country. And then if that wasn't enough for you to see how the hand of God moved, and then I got up one Monday morning, and I'm going to tell you it was a bright sunny day but around 1 o'clock, or one nineteen to be exact, uh, there were some towns across our country uh, because, as you know, down south, you know, we could tell time by the sun. The sun rises in the east. We could look over and we could tell you when it's 9 o'clock, when that sun is right here. We can tell you when it's 12 o'clock. We can tell you when it's 3 o'clock. We can tell you when it's 6 o'clock. See, see we didn't need no watch when we were down on the farm. All we had to do was look up at the sun, Brother Herbie, and that'll tell us what time it was. So so the other day, just as the noonday was passing, the Lord allowed his moon. Come on, church. The Lord allowed his moon to cover the sun. And there were many, many cities across our country that became dark. But the thing that that, that you could not understand, you could not understand noontime from evening. And that lets you know, and as I watch this all across the country, I I just look at the awesome power. Is there anyone that, that could not believe in the power of Almighty God? That wasn't enough for you. See, it's a golden thread. See, that golden thread came all the way through Virginia and then that golden thread went all the way across our country. That golden thread, I'll tell you about that golden thread in a minute. And if that wasn't enough for you, all of a sudden something got up out of the Gulf of Mexico and decided to walk across Houston. Hallelujah. His name was Harvey. He decided to walk across Houston, but 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 when Harvey got up, he was so big that was a he was a hurricane. But a few tornadoes came off from the side of him because he was so powerful. But but I listened to those people as they were saying that that because Harvey got up out the Gulf and decided to walk through Highway 10 and walk into Houston and all of those cities and move on over to New Orleans and up around Memphis. And I heard so many people say that they had lost everything. But in my prayer and meditation, I wanted to say there's something that you can't lose, if you got it. There's something that you cannot lose, and that is your relationship with God. Regardless of what you've lost. Regardless of what has been taken away from you. Your relationship with God is intact. And I just want you to know all of that stuff that those people lost, all of those material possessions that they lost down there in Houston, in the Houston area, all that stuff that Harvey tried to tear up. I just want you to know that God is able to restore it. He's a restoring kind of God. If you don't believe it, just keep looking at the news and keep seeing the millions and billions of dollars that's going to come in there. God has the power to restore. So that's what we want to talk about and see that golden thread that went through Charlottesville and and that golden thread that that, that came up with the eclipse and and that golden thread that that walked through uh, the Houston area. That golden thread happens to be the power of Almighty God. God is trying to help us to understand that He's in charge. If you didn't believe that he was in charge in Virginia, I don't know how you not believe that he was in charge the other day. When, when the noonday got dark, yes. hallelujah, and, and then now we see that Houston is going to be a new city, the fourth largest city in our country. A hundred and fifty thousand homes became flooded, but I just want you to know that God has the power, yes, power. to restore. Yes. God has the power to remake it and he is definitely the golden thread. As we come up to our lesson text this morning God has given Israel a promised land. Now I want you to understand something before I tell you about it. See when God gives you something you have the title to it. Now Satan may take it from you But you got the title to it. It's always yours. All you have to do is believe that God will give it back. So so now God had given Israel promised land. Uh But we see because of their sin and because of all of that stuff. Now, I want you to understand how God works. God has a permissive will and God has an active will. And when God's permissive will works, his active will is also working. So we see in our lesson text this morning, uh, we see Israel, the land has been devastated with locusts, these swarming locusts. And when we look at locusts, I don't know if you saw the Tarzan movie, but I saw the Tarzan movie, and when things got rough with Tarzan, Tarzan said, I got some friends. Tarzan went and got his friends, The whole jungle came out with Tarzan. The whole jungle came out, and whatever Tarzan needed, he got it back. You see, I just want you to know that these locusts got some friends. The first friend is the pummel worm, which is known as the cutting locust it's the first one that comes up on the crop that cuts it down. And then there is the regular locust that is known as the swarming locust. And then there is the canker worm that is known as the hopping locust. And then there is the caterpillar that's known as the stripping locust. And I want you to know when these locusts come and get your crop, they devastate everything. And we will look at Israel today. The whole land has been devastated. All the crop has been destroyed. The animals have no food. The people are crying. The people are morning. Everything is lost. But what God told Joel to tell the people, tell my people to pray in that 11th verse he tells them to pray. In our response, in our reading this morning, in our devotion you can see that he tells Israel to go into prayer, to to, to fall down on your knees and pray to God and God heard that prayer. And God said, I just want you to know that the locusts maybe have devoured your land. But I gave you the deed to it. And now God say, I have the power. And that's what he's saying right here. I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. The canker worms and the caterpillar and the pummel worm. He said, my great army, which I sent among you. Now, pay attention because see, this is hard to understand. Because say, God said, this locusts, And all of his friends, this was my great army. And if you read on down how God directed the locusts to come there. And the locusts devoured the land. But God said, I come now to restore it back to you. I come to give you back everything that the locusts have taken from you. I want you to hold on to that point. Because whatever the locusts have taken from you, God has the power to restore it. God has the power to give it back because you have the title are you out there? And it says, and you shall eat in plenty. God said, you're going to eat in plenty and be satisfied and give praises to the Lord your God that has dealt wondrously with you. My people shall never be ashamed. God said, my people shall never be ashamed. He's talking to those people all over the country. He said, once I was young, but now I'm old, but I've never seen a righteous forsaker or his seed begging bread. Those people down there in Houston, those people all across this country that's got a relationship with God, God is going to take care of them. God is going to take care of them just like he's going to take care of you. Now, 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 Now pay attention because see the Lord has a mode of operation. The Lord allowed Samson's enemies to take him in captivity after Samson had killed so many of the Philistines and and he got involved with Delilah. And we tell any preachers, oh, don't get involved with them women, money and, and women with wine and money. Ain't that is. <laughs> but he t- told Delilah his secret. And, and see, pay attention to Samson because this restoration. See, Samson's strength was not in his hair, his hair symbolized his strength because he was a Nazarene. But all of a sudden Samson's enemies was able to capture him. I told you I was gonna walk through some scripture so you can see how God works. All of a sudden they 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 carried Samson into captivity. But one thing I want you to understand about the devil is that he's stupid. He's not too smart. He cut Samson's hair, but the thing that he didn't notice that hair started growing. Simpson said, My hair's growing. Oh, yeah, my hair is growing back. Something didn't tell us so. They, they, they poked out his eyes, but they didn't realize that the boy's hair was growing back. Something's hair started growing back. And then, when his hair was growing back, he found the little boy and he said, He said, He said, understand that this temple rests on two pillars. He said, Lead me to the pillars because I got my strength back now. Everything that the devil took from me, I have the power now God has restored it Samson went to the pillars and there Samson stood between those two pillars that held up the whole temple he started pushing it and everything started moving and Samson prayed to God he said now give me the power to die with my enemies and then you know Joseph had a dream uh, but his brothers hated him because his fathers favored him when they sold him into captivity. You know Joseph went through everything. But, but God said, Joseph, I know you've been in jail. I know you've been in a pit. I know you've been in prison. I know you've been in all that. But I can restore you. Yes. All you have to do is trust me. All you have to do is trust God. So he became the second prime minister in all of Egypt. Yes. And then that was Job. Pay attention because I told you God has the power. To restore you, God, the the devil say, oh, you think Job is so much, just just let me get hold of him. God said, you can touch everything, but don't touch his soul. He said, Job, when Job lost everything he had. But Job said to God, yet you slay me, yet will I trust you. Hallelujah, God restored Job back more than he would ever have. Let 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 me tell you something here. See, when the locals take what you have. God is always going to give you back more than you had originally. That's when you know it's God. That's when you know God is working because he's going to always multiply. He's going to always give you back more. And he gave Job back more. And he gave Samson. His name now is so great. And his strength was greater in his death than it was in his life. And then we see him when we see that David... David was such a, the greatest king that Israel ever had. But David slipped up. He murdered a man and he committed adultery. But the difference between, between David and the first king of Israel, Saul, is David repented. And because David repented, God said that you are a man after my own heart, and I will make you the greatest king that Israel have ever had. I will restore everything back to you that, that, the, that the locusts have taken away from you. I will give you the greatest kingdom that Israel has ever known, and David now is an icon in all Israel, and I just want you to know, just walk with me for one minute again in the New Testament. The young boy wanted to get his portion of his dad goods. We're talking about the prodigal son, the greatest parable that ever been told. I just want you to understand, all of these scriptures as to how God works. How he works. God said to the prodigal son, everybody went to look the lady went to look for the corn, the the shepherd went to look for the sheep, but in order for the boy to come home, he had to come to himself and as he was coming to himself, all he wanted to do was to be a servant in his father's house, but his father said come on home, I've been waiting for you I've been looking for you every day to restore you and to remake you, I just want you to know you're not going to be a hired servant I'm going to put a robe on your back, I'm going to put a ring on your finger, and I'm going to put shoes on your feet, I'm going to restore you better than you've ever been restored, I'm going to remake you I'm gonna reshape you God's MO is to restore you and to remake you I don't know about you but there may be some of the things in life that you need restoring on see God's want to restore back the wounds that you received when you was going through that domestic violence When you was used as a punching bag by somebody that claimed that they love you. God has the power to restore all of those broken wounds and all of that broken heart and all of that broken stuff that you went through. And I just want you to know that black lung that you got on your body from smoking cigarettes so many years and so long, I want you to know that God has the power to give you a new lung. God has the power to remove that from you. God has the power to restore you and to remake you. And all of those brain cells that you've lost from smoking pot and marijuana, I just want you to know that God has the power to, 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 to restore those brain cells. God has the power to remake you. God has the power to restore you. God has the power to do that. I just want you to know, that that your reputation that you lost because your promiscuous sexual life. I just want you to know that God has the power to take you from where you were and put you in the church and that people will call you a saint because God has the power to remake you. God has the power to remold you. God has the power to do those things for you. Because I just want you to know that God can restore you whatever the locusts have taken from you. Whatever the pumper worms have devoured. Whatever the cake of worms have taken from you. Whatever has been taken away from you. God has the power to remake you and to remold you. God says Shannon. You all need to understand what can happen in Houston, what can happen across America. They have lost everything, but they have not lost their relationship with God. And that's why money is coming from everywhere. Money is coming, more money than they can ever think. President Trump can forget about holding up the government because he's going to build a wall. Ain't no wall coming. The cake of worms and the of worms. And the caterpillars, God wants to restore you. That, 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 all that stuff that's happened to you, that boss that you got, that unwilling husband that you got. I just want you to know that God has the power. He said, take a trip, Jeremiah, to the potter's house. You're going to find some crack pots. You're going to find some pots that's messed up. But I just want you to know that I want you to see something down there at the potter's house. I want you to know that the potter is going to take some old clay that folks have spit on and stepped on and used and misused. But I just want you to know that I got the power at the potter's house for you to take that old clay and hold it up. And put some water on it. That water represents the Holy Spirit. I want you to know he can hold it up to the wheel. And a wheel will turn all of that old filthy clay into beautiful, beautiful vessels. At the potter's house. Take a trip to the potter's house. You ought to take a trip to the potter's house. I just want you to know this morning. Whatever the puma worms. Whatever the kink of worms, whatever they have taken away from you, God gave it to you and God gave you the title to it. It is yours. So you can walk up to that devil and say, devil, give me back my divine health. You say, devil, give me back my reputation. Devil, give it back to me because God can restore me. God can remake me.